Today is Tuesday, March the 22nd, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down tonight's game as South Carolina travels to Charleston, South Carolina to take on the Citadel in a midweek matchup at Joe Riley Park. Guys, I'll give my full breakdown of tonight's game, starting with a full breakdown of the Citadel. They're pitching, they're hitting. Also, of course, we'll talk South Carolina, what to watch for in midweek, the key player for tonight, and I will lock in my prediction as well. Also, guys, I'll give my full thoughts on this coaching saga that is currently taking place for Gamecocks men's basketball, who I think at this point should get the job. I will give my full pitch for former South Carolina star B.J. Mackey and why I think at this point He's most likely the best fit for South Carolina. As again, we continue to follow and navigate throughout yet another coaching search for South Carolina athletics. Guys, we got a packed show for you here on this Tuesday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at the Spurs Up Show store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Be sure to check us out there for all of our latest drops, including t-shirts, hoodies, pullovers, tank tops, long sleeves, koozies, stickers, flags, you name it. We got it. Everything you need to satisfy your Gamecocks merchandise needs. Again, guys, that's TSUS.store. TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Boys and girls, happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host, the Spurs Up Show. As always, we have got a packed show for you here on this game day as South Carolina baseball returns to action to take on the Citadel Bulldogs tonight 
in Charleston, South Carolina. Again, guys, very excited to talk that plus basketball. Hope you're having a fantastic start to your week as well here on this Tuesday. And I hope this show does find you. I don't matter where you are, what you are doing here on a beautiful day in the city. By the way, the warm weather is back. Of course, we had the time change last week. So the sun's staying out a little bit longer uh, than it had previously. Again, feels good to be good. And again, guys, excited to chat with you all here on this Tuesday, like I said, guys, a lot going on. The content bleeding out the eyeballs this week. Tons of stuff happening this weekend as well with our tailgate, I believe, on Friday. Stay tuned for details on that. Plus, the watch party for women's basketball, which is locked in on Sunday at Carolina Ale House in Harbison as well. We're going to go and dive into, guys, the Gamecocks, the Yardcocks, return to action, looking to bounce back, taking on the Citadel Bulldogs, like I said, guys, tonight, 7 o'clock first pitch in Charleston, South Carolina at Joe Riley Park. The game being played on ESPN+. Plus. Of course, guys, the Citadel of the SoCon, their head coach is Tony Skoll, and right now the Bulldogs sit at 13-6 and six overall in this 2022 baseball season. Of course, guys, one common opponent between the Citadel and South Carolina after the Gamecocks took two of three from Texas, the Citadel took on the Longhorns as well last week on Wednesday, losing by a final score of 18 to four. But that was a game they kept close pretty late into the ball game. And of course, the Citadel coming off a series sweep of the weekend against St. Peter's, winning those games four nothing, seven to three, and 18 to three. All three games, of course, being played at Joe Riley Park in Charleston, South Carolina. Now, the interesting thing about tonight's matchup, guys. As, as of the time that I'm recording this, there has been no details released from either South Carolina or the Citadel who is on the bump tonight. So, again, I think this might be something we will not know until the actual day of the game, a.k.a. today or maybe a few hours before first pitch. But you look at the Citadel on the bump, a 5.21 ERA, and obviously, guys, most notably, Blake Cooper is the pitching coach down at the Citadel, of course, former Gamecock and, of course, a Gamecocks legend, friend of the show, friend of mine as well. So, again, a 5.21 ERA early in this season. You take a look at the Bulldogs offensively hitting 280 as a team. The players to watch for for those guys, Travis Lott, who's hitting 345 with two homers and 12 RBI. Cole Simpson hitting 333 with two homers and 25 RBI. And Ryan McCarthy hitting 313 with two home runs and 13 RBI. RBI. Now, guys, again, no starting pitcher has been named as of the time of recording this. I would expect Aiden Hunter most likely to get the start. Obviously, guys, he did not pitch over the weekend against Tennessee, started in the midweek for you last week. So I would expect Aiden to most likely get the ball and toe the rubber to start it out. But again, I would expect to see a ton of arms for South Carolina getting guys work in this midweek. And when you look at what to watch for, guys, of course, again, after a series a sweep at the hands of the Tennessee Volunteers. I, I know many fans, you know, unfortunately are checked out or are very skeptical on the rest of this baseball season. But guys, like I told you, there are 37 games left. We can't just mail it in. You've got to find a way to bounce back. And again, this is another opportunity to bounce back. Because again, guys, you know what? The game of baseball is hard and it's going to knock you down and it's going to beat you to your knees and keep you down there if you let it do so. You've got to have a short memory. You've got to approach this thing the right way. You know what? Short memory doesn't matter if you just got swept or if you swept your opponent, you've got to approach each and every single day the right way, right? So you got this opportunity now in the midweek to bounce back. And of course, guys, it's a short turnaround with the series against Vandy this weekend, Thursday through Saturday. How does this team come out, right? How does this team come out and play? 
Do we see a group hanging their heads and, and they're feeling sorry for themselves and they, they let the hangover of the ten Tennessee series sweep linger into this game on the road? Um, or do they take this game seriously and understand the, the magnitude, I think you could say, of this matchup? Because if you think things are bad right now, you go and lose the Citadel. Go ahead and lose a midweek game. Things will get very, very ugly. And again, guys, like I said, you've got the fourth-ranked Vanderbilt Commodores coming to your house this weekend. You need something to feel good about. Now, guys, what's really interesting is we continue with what to watch for, the dynamic of this Citadel matchup, because you might recall this game last year in which South Carolina went on the road down to Charleston. If you recall this game, the Gamecocks fell behind and Citadel started doing some chirping, if you will. This was the birth, by the way, of the slapdick term that we've all come to know and love at this point. Again, you might recall that game was a crazy back-and-forth game and South Carolina uh, was sparked late in the ballgame and found a way to win. You got to think Citadel's going to remember that. And again, I, I'm sure Citadel looks at the Gamecocks ball club right now and says, hey, this is a wounded team. This is a team licking its wounds. This is a team that maybe isn't feeling so hot right now after getting swept. This is a team that we can take advantage of. Guys, Citadel will come out ready to play. Blake Cooper's squad, Tony Skull's squad, if you will. They will come out fired up. They will come out excited. Again, anytime you've got these in-state midweek matchups, there is a lot on the line. So, again, the dynamic of this matchup is something really interesting. Again, this is not your typical – this is not Gardner-Webb. This is not your typical ho-hum just midweek game. If you do not come out ready to play, the Citadel will kick your ass. Bottom line, you better come out and approach this thing the right way. If you do not, the Bulldogs will make you pay. Now, something else to watch for, of course, guys. Again, are all your woes going to be solved in the midweek? No, but what changes offensively for this group? Because something has to. Something has to give. Something has to change. Something has to change. The definition of insanity is just doing the same thing over and over and over again. I, I don't know if it's shuffling the lineup. I don't know if it's giving other guys opportunities because, hey, on one hand, you know, I, I don't think it's good to have uh, musical chairs at different positions and not allowing guys to sort of, you know, figure it out on their own. And because, you know what, your, your core nine or your core nine, guys, guess what? Brant Belk ain't coming out the lineup. Andrew Reister ain't coming out the lineup. Kevin Madden ain't coming out the lineup. Braylon Wimmer ain't coming out the lineup. Those dudes are just going to have to figure it out. But what changes? Again, you need something to feel good about offensively, especially after getting shut out in your final game in Knoxville, Tennessee. What changes offensively? Are you able to, you know, again, a Bulldogs pitching staff that's got a 5.21 ERA, you feel like you should be able to take advantage. Is South kind of able to get off the schneid early and, again, start hitting the ball around a little bit and have something to feel good about? Speaking of the lineup and this ball club as well, the status of two very important pieces. Of course, Andrew Eister did not play in the game on Sunday against Tennessee due to a tweaked hamstring. And, of course, Julian Bosnick has been out. What is the status of those two players. How close are they to getting back? Is Andrew Eister back to full strength? Again, I don't think from what we heard, it's anything really, really serious. And of course, we all know the Julian Bosnick thing. It's been rumored he'll be back for the Missouri series, which is literally next weekend. Do we start to see him throw a little bit? Is this a game possibly he gets in and throws an inning or two and, and, and you start to see him come back to full health? But again, this is a team already 
that is dealing with a lot of injuries, guys. There's a lot of people out. Andrew Eister, certainly a piece you have to get back. And Julian Bosnick, it goes without saying how important he is for this weekend rotation. And finally, guys, what I'm looking for is, again, in the midweek, the continued development of your younger arms. Guys who don't pitch quite as much. Again, I think Aiden Hunter will probably go four or five innings for you yet again. But dudes that, like I said, with the injuries, they're going to have to step up. They're going to have to step up and pitch meaningful innings for you. Heck, you saw that in Knoxville. Um, so continue to get the, get those guys reps in a very big game. But like I said, guys, this game really comes down to the offense. It comes down to the offense. After you scored five runs over the weekend, I, what do you get out of them? Because I feel like with veteran guys, with veteran pieces, you should be able to figure this thing out. But it's all going to come down to offensively. Bottom line, can you score runs? And you just simply need something, something to go your way, something to feel good about. Because guess what, guys? You're going to be seeing a Vanderbilt staff that's probably going to be just as good as Tennessee's was. And, I mean, you're just going to have to make it work somehow. You've got to score runs. What is the disconnect offensively, and can it be solved tonight in Charleston, South Carolina? Guys, let's move into my key player for tonight who I think needs to step up. And, guys, after a really tough weekend, again, I'm not saying he needs to go four for five for South Carolina to win this ballgame tonight, but after a really, really tough weekend, I think it's pivotal for the confidence of Michael Braswell to have some success tonight in Charleston, South Carolina. Again, guys, in case you missed it, 0 for 10 with 6 Ks of the weekend. He's a fantastic ball player, and I think he's going to figure it out and respond the right way. But for me, he's the dude I'm going to be keeping a really, really close eye on. Because, again, guys, I, I told you all throughout the first couple of weeks, hey, hey, you know what? Um you're going to run into some speed bumps when it comes to SEC play. This is the best of the best of the best college baseball has to offer. You know, this game is going to punch you back. Can you weather that storm and can you continue to approach the game the right way and develop and be tough and resilient and, and have that mental toughness that you need and not lose your confidence? Because again, that is really what separated and what separates Michael Braswell from all the other freshmen on your roster and really from everybody else on your roster is the confidence in which he plays this game with. I don't want to see him lose that. So again, my key player for tonight, the guy I'm keeping a close eye on is the freshman shortstop, Michael Braswell, guys. And that leads me into my prediction for this ballgame. Can South Carolina bounce back and find a way to get a win on the road in the midweek, and a game that you desperately need, guys, a game that you desperately, desperately need again. Is one midweek game going to be the end-all, be-all of this season? No, but, guys, you can't fall to 500. I mean, you're 10-9 and nine right now. I know you're going on the road to Joe Riley Park. I know Citadel will be a fired up. Guys, you're South Carolina. You win these games, bottom line. You win these games. That's it. So, um, I want to see a Gamecocks baseball team approach this thing the right way. Again, are you more talented than the Citadel? Yes, you are. Is it a game you should win? Yes, it is. Does that mean anything in baseball? No, it does not. I will say this, though. I think South Carolina, facing a pitching staff that's not nearly the level that Tennessee was, I, I do think they will bounce back. I'm not saying it's going to be a pretty game. I'm not saying South Carolina is going to hit it all over the yard, but I think they will do enough. And listen, Pitching has not been the issue, and I don't think it'll be the issue again tonight. I've got the Gamecocks locked me in, guys. Getting the W, but in a very close ball game, because I think Citadel is going to battle you, no question. I've got the Gamecocks, though, locked me in. Yardcocks, five. The Citadel, three. Five to three. I've got South kind of finding a way to get the job done. Again, it's not going to be pretty, but you know what? It doesn't matter in the midweek, guys. A win is a win is a win in the midweek, especially when you're coming off a series sweep the way the Gamecocks are. So I do think that Sal kind of gets the job done. Give me Gamecocks five, the Citadel three, and a really, really tight ball game 
at Joe Riley Park. So again, guys, I would love to hear from you all your thoughts on this game tonight, your prediction. Unfortunately, guys, I will not be in Charleston, South Carolina tonight for the game. I considered going down there, but just with the trip and and having to come back and getting back so late and then recording the show after the game, I just thought, you know what? I really don't want to be getting home at like midnight and then having to record the show. So unfortunately, we'll not be down in Charleston tonight. But uh, very excited to watch the game, take in the game, and excited to see how this team responds, man. Bottom line, it's all about responding in baseball. Bad things are going to happen. Baseball is a lot like life. It's a game full of, you know, good intentions with not always good results, right? I mean, I can, I can promise you guys this. I know we're frustrated. Those guys in the box and those guys in the field, they're not trying to lose ball games. They're not trying to strike out. They're not trying to not score runs. So I think this team will bounce back. I think they'll be resilient. That's one thing we've never had to worry about is this group showing character and showing toughness. Because like I said, you can't just fold on the season. There's a lot of baseball that to be played. So I do think the Gamecocks respond the right way, well enough at least to get a very much needed win on a Tuesday night at Joe Rowley Park. All right, guys, I want to talk men's basketball really briefly before we get out of here and just give my updated thoughts on this coaching saga and who I think really honestly at this point should get the job. Before we do that, I want to tell you about our friend, the best real estate agent and the best real estate team in the local Columbia area and a proud partner of the Spurs up to, of course, guys, I'm talking Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coldwell banker guys the proofs in the pudding when it comes to the numbers this team has helped over 250 families last year they work with both buyers and sellers in columbia and the surrounding areas guys they do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high quality pictures and video and last year guys get this they sold homes for on average 5.4 percent more than the competition now guys right now we're in a seller's market, but Marissa is able to get buyers in her contract and new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure they make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, if you're in the market and you're looking for the best agent, the best real estate team in this area, give Marissa Kennedy a call, 803-406-1800. Of course, that's 803-406-1800. Also, go like her on Facebook, at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor on Facebook to stay up to date with the latest listings that are dropping. Again, got some beautiful properties that she has listed on her page. Again, that's Marissa Kennedy Realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coel Banker, the best real estate agent and the best real estate team in the local Columbia area. And be sure when you check them out to be sure to tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. All right, let's talk about this coaching saga stuff real quick. Before we get out of here, okay, because as we all know at this point, Bob Ritchie at Furman and Matt McMahon from Murray State, they are both off the table. So South Carolina is left with Lamont Paris at Chattanooga and B.J. Mackey, I think, being the top two candidates, of course, B.J. Mackey, a Gamecocks legend. I'm starting to look at this search, which has been a complete mess. Let's just call it for what it is. It's been a complete mess. I'm starting to look at this search, though, very similarly to how I looked at the football opening. In this regard, listen, this basketball vacancy, being the head coach at the University of South Carolina, it is not an easy job. It is a very tough job. It is very tough to win here. Why not roll the dice at this point and go get someone who has ties to USC, who will value the job, who, who, who looks at South Carolina basketball in a high regard and who is going to embrace university and bust his ass to make sure it is a positive experience for all parties involved. 
guys, I, I, I will say this. I've always kept it transparent and kept it a buck with you. I, this coaching search has been a complete shit show. I mean, it just has. And, and I don't care if Bob Ritchie realized his name wasn't in consideration or this, that, but to see South Carolina offer the job and pursue candidates and get turned down the way they have, first with Sean Miller, then with Matt McMahon, then Bob Ritchie publicly comes out and says he's no longer in consideration. It it is a really, really, really tough look. And I tell you what, guys, being a Gamecock fan is certainly not for the faint of heart. But you know what? At this point, I feel as if, what do we have to lose? And And I'm not saying that in a way of, oh, just tear the program down and who really cares if we lose games and we rebuild. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is this, at this point, and I know Lamont Paris's name has been thrown around, but why not go after the guy that has ties to this school, has ties to this area, has ties to this state, and is going to bleed Garnet and Black, okay? Why not go after that guy? Is it B.J. Mackey or Bust at this point? And should it be? Should it be? Why not? Why not go after him? You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I don't really know what else to say, guys. It's, it's, it's not a great situation. And I'm not sitting here saying that you should have kept Frank Martin either. I mean, listen, I, I think it's a positive that there are set expectations and standards, but just the way things have unfolded since that happened, um, it, it hasn't been good, right? It hasn't been good. And I think that's, that's very obvious. I think I'm stating the obvious in saying that, but it has not been very good. So where does South Carolina go from here? You know, I don't know. I I really don't know. Is it as simple as B.J. Mackey? I have no idea. But you've got to get a higher locked in because I feel like the longer this goes, the worse you look. The worse you look, bottom line. So, guys, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Is it B.J. Mackey or bust for you? Um, Would you go Lamont Paris? Would you go someone else? Or is there somebody else out there that maybe I'm not even talking about, maybe a Greg Marshall or something like that where – um, you think that would be the best fit? Because I know not everybody sold on the B.J. Mackey hire. And I, I just don't look at it, guys. I look at it a lot like the football situation where it's like, man, maybe for a job like this, maybe you can't treat it as a normal job. Maybe you need to treat it as it's a unique situation and we need to go get a unique candidate. We need to take a unique route to solve the opening that is this Gamecocks men's basketball vacancy. So, again, who, who knows? I mean, it, it's a complete shit show right now. I wish Ray Tanner would just step down because I don't want to be the guy that's saying fire Ray Tanner, fire Ray Tanner. But why does it feel like this happens over and over and over again? Why does it feel like men's sports at the University of South Carolina are in such disarray right now? And again, thank God for Shane Beamer. But why does it feel that way, guys? Why does it feel that way? I I, I just, I, I don't know. I truly don't know. So, either way, guys, I would love to hear from you all. I think this is something, obviously, we're all invested in. We're all very curious as to what's going to happen. But I would love to hear your thoughts, your commentary. Who do you think should be the next head coach for Gamecocks men's basketball? Would love to get you guys' take on it. All right, hey, that's going to do it all for me, guys. Appreciate you all tuning in. Like I said, game day tonight, Gamecocks taking on the Citadel. If you're there, be loud, be proud. Paint Charleston, Garnet, and Black. And, again, very excited to watch that game tonight. Uh, Other than that, stay tuned to social media for all the updates in regards to the tailgate on Friday, the watch party on Sunday. we got a ton going on right now. And, guys, like I said, content bleeding out the eyeballs in a very, very, very busy week for yours 
truly. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much for the love and support. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Go Cox, beat the Citadel, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com